0: Welcome to Legacy Women's Podcast, where we seek to encourage women in their relationship with God and one another through monthly conversations with the women of Cornerstone Church of Knoxville. Well, thanks for listening to the Legacy Women's Podcast, and I'm excited about our discussion today because we're going to be talking about our Athens church plant. And at CCK, we have a number of members who have faithfully commuted to Knoxville from Athens. And so they've attended our church, and a few weeks ago, we announced that we will be planting a church there and that Walt Alexander, one of our pastors, will be leading that plant. So we've got Kim Alexander, Walt's wife, with us, and she's gonna be sharing how they came to that decision and how God's built her faith for this. And we also have Kay Simmons and Joy Finch. And they've been longtime members of CCK who live in Athens, and they're gonna share what this church plant means to them. Um, So, thanks so much for coming, and can we start by just hearing a little bit about you? Kay, will you go first? Sure. Absolutely. Um, I'm Kay Simmons,
1: and uh, I live, obviously, in Athens, Tennessee. (laughs) Um, We have been coming to Cornerstone since 2003. Um, We have four children, grown children, and 13, as of two weeks ago, grandchildren. And I work at the Chamber of Commerce in Athens uh, and serve the members of the Chamber. Great.
0: Joy?
2: I'm Joy Finch, and I've been married for 12 years, I think. Mm-hmm. And I have four kids, no grandkids. Um, I, I teach right now. I've taught in Athens City Schools, and I'm teaching at a new school this year. And um, I'm really excited about
3: this church place. Oh well, good mm-hmm. Kim I'm Kim and I've been married to Walt for 11 years we have three kids Rev he's seven and a half Wren four and a half and Knox who's two and I came to Knoxville in 2001 so it's been a long time now <laughs> so great well thanks for
0: sharing that and before we dive into the church plant stuff Kay will you share your testimony
1: absolutely um I was raised in church, and for that, I am very thankful. I learned all of the Bible stories. I could sing lots of hymns from memory. I sang in church choirs all through throughout my childhood. I led a very religious life. I was a leader in our church's youth group, and I was known at school amongst my peers as being a very moral person. But I knew that the only reason I wasn't out partying with all my friends wasn't because I didn't want to be but because my parents were very strict and I was not allowed to do much of anything outside of church activities. So you can imagine everyone's shock when, as a college freshman, and I was also the reigning queen of that college, um, I got pregnant and abruptly left school. Uh, The father of my my baby and now my husband of going on 36 years.
2: Um...
1: Sorry. Uh, Mike and I were married three weeks later after I found out I was pregnant. Well, after actually it was after the news came out uh, in a way that that the Lord just miraculously intervened um, and ended up saving Joshua, our firstborn, from an abortion. Mm -hmm. Um, So Joshua was born on March the 18th of 1983, and not long after his birth, a wrestling match really began in my heart. Just to give you some background, when I was in junior high school, I had prayed a prayer to ask Jesus into my heart, um, pretty much just to please my parents. But one Sunday, actually, it was Father's Day in 1983, it was a Sunday, there was a guest musician evangelist at the church we were attending. And after he finished preaching and was prepared to, uh, to close the service, he asked that question that I'm sure a lot of people heard in that era um, he he asked if you died today do you know for certain that you would go to be with Jesus and I knew that I couldn't answer yes to that question um, so when we got home from church I was under a lot of conviction and so much so that I couldn't even eat lunch um, and so I shared with Mike that I really believed th- or I didn't believe that I was saved but I really wanted to be so um, we prayed together and I acknowledged to God that I was a sinner and asked him to forgive me and save me through the blood of Jesus, um, which he shed on the cross in payment for my sin. And God was faithful to replace my heart of stone with a heart of flesh. And it, it sounds really cliche, but um, I can still remember how alive I felt in that moment and how fresh and how vivid everything seemed to be um that afternoon we went to visit with mike's parents and i remember as we drove over there i just the grass just appeared greener than it ever had before Mm. um and it was really a a realization that that the old truly had passed away and everything had really become new um not the least of which had god had made me new
0: Mm. great well thanks that's Yeah, it's fun to remember that moment of like, wow, everything did change. Like how everything does just seem fresh and new when when you become a Christian. So thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, Athens because I've never been there. And I assume Mm -hmm. some people listening have never been there. So. Um, Kay and Joy, uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? What it's like, what you like about it? Uh, maybe share how long you've lived there. Kay, you're in Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> you should be able to do a sell here. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, um, do you want to go first? Okay,
1: sure. Um, Mike and I moved with our young children, uh, in 1991 from Knoxville to Athens. So we've been there almost 27 years. Um, I guess I would describe Athens as a little bit of Mayberry RFD for all the Andy Griffith fans out there and a little bit like Stars Hollow for all the Gilmore Girl fans (laughs) listening. And a whole lot of beautiful. It's just a a beautiful small town, a rural town of a little over 13,000 people that sits right between Knoxville and Chattanooga. Um, Athens is the county seat of McMinn County and is actually one of the the few towns left that has a town square where the courthouse sits in the middle. And all the shops, you know, there are lots of shops around the courthouse. Um, Of course, Mayfield Dairy Farms really put Athens on the map. Um, And it's really fun that even though Mayfield Dairy has been sold, it was sold right before we moved to Athens um, by the Mayfield family. Um, There is a lot of the Mayfield family that still lives in Athens. And even TB Mayfield, TB and Goldie Mayfield's great-grandchildren are now moving back to Athens or have moved back to Athens and um are living on the farm and and uh doing farm life in their own way um so a lot of people come to mayfields Mayf- they they have a visitor center it's a it's a really big attraction um tennessee wesleyan university is located just a couple of blocks off of our downtown so we have a college it's a college town which is fun um and the college and the community are very involved with each other um and Athens is close to a lot of places for outdoors enthusiasts. I know, Kim, you and Walter are going to really enjoy this. Uh, mm-hmm. We're close to the Hawaii River, to G Creek, to the Cherokee National Forest, and Indian Boundary. And one thing that's been really close to me uh, is Athens is a, a small community but very supportive of the arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very active arts center in uh, Athens Area Children's Choir, and community theater, Um So there are lots of of avenues for people to be involved if they love the arts. And also a unique thing, this is the last thing I'll say. I'm sorry, Joy. (laughs) Um, Athens has one of the few and one of the last remaining drive-in theaters.
3: Fantastic. So Yeah, Yeah. so
1: from early spring to late fall, you can load up the family in your car, go to the Midway Drive-In, and see a double feature.
0: Great. Well, that was like a little cell. That's right. Yeah. 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 Maybe I should ask my boss for a
1: race. (laughs) (laughs) You're the perfect person to answer that
2: question. (laughs) Joy, do you have anything? I would just add, it's really a wonderful town for a family. Mm -hmm. I love having four kids in that town because they have little festivals. There's October um, Pumpkin Pumpkin Town Town, and Mm -hmm. there's Christmas on the Square, Downtown Christmas on the Square, and there's usually Moo Fest. There's just Mm -hmm. little festivals. Our kids love going on the square. You get a balloon when you go around and um, and just getting to know different people and seeing people that you know and I love when you go everywhere and everybody kind of knows your Mm -hmm. family and knows a little bit about you. I just um, feel welcome and known and I just love having a friendly small town. I think it's really charming to have yeah a town like is. that that's mm-hmm. fun that's yeah.
0: great well Kim let's uh talk to you for a minute and um I'd love to just hear and I know everyone who knows and loves you want to hear your side of kind of how um you guys have reached this decision you know what you thought when this was first proposed and um how God's met you and given your faith so yeah
3: I mean it was surprise and a shock but I mean looking back now it's just so sweet the process honestly it's just only the Lord could have ordained it um yeah when Walt or when Bill rather excuse me asked Walt to pray about it and he came to me you know it was just you start reflecting and thinking and it was a sweet process I think you know Walt really helped me Um, and lead me objectively about the opportunity and you know we noted the pros and the cons of planting in Athens and just it really was a sweet opportunity and time to reflect upon ourselves and God's Word and um, and just thinking like Lord what are you doing here and um, so it was just a really really sweet time we talked about it we asked lots of questions of others who know us well we talked to current small-town pastors which was really helpful um, we prayed and we prayed and we prayed some mm-hmm. more <laughs> and over time God just, you know, grew us both, um, for faith for it and just excitement and it was just really a neat, sweet time and so I'm thankful for that time now that I'm able to look back, um, so Great. Um, were there any particular encouragements, maybe from
0: friends or scripture that built your faith as you thought about making a change?
3: Yes, which I'm so thankful for. One of the main ones was Matthew 16, For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And just reading that verse allowed me to reflect upon you know, myself um, being a living sacrifice for the Lord and how can I take up... Um, my cross and follow the Lord where he is calling and just it was just really sweet it just seemed like you know things were lining up towards Athens and as I said earlier God was just giving more and more faith and so it was just that was you know really sweet a sweet time as I um, thought about myself and my role in this and you know the second one would be Proverbs 16 9 the heart of man plans his way but the Lord establishes his steps and It just, we couldn't be more aware of that, you know, in this moment, this decision-making process of just how things were lining up and, um, and taking comfort in, you know, the Lord establishes our steps and it seems like several open doors are, um, happening. And, um, so I'm thankful that, you know, I had those scriptures to lean on, you know, the promises of God that I could not waver on, um, but trust in. That's good. Um.
0: So at the time that we're recording, this was announced just last Sunday to the church. (laughs) Yeah, And then a week and a half ago is when you went down to Athens and (laughs) you were revealed as the, Walt was revealed as the church planner. And so how has God, has that been encouraging to like, have it announced and have it out there. Has has that encouraged you?
3: First of all, I can't believe it's. All, all, I mean, it's only been a week and a half. Like mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. has happened. It's crazy, but um it's sweet. Yes, it has been a huge, huge encouragement. Just to you know, going to the Athens community group that night was just so humbling and just made us so grateful for the people in the group and just their warm welcome and love and words of affirmation and joy. It just you know, I mean, it was just the Lord was just again you know. Um, making it very obvious and known like this was a good thing you know and so um, that we can move forward in faith and trust in him and it's just been so sweet to um, to be able to talk and enjoy the people of Athens um, regarding the plant Mm
0: -hmm. that's great um I know you went out to lunch with our friends, the Odoms, mm-hmm. and um, they recently planted. I guess I don't know how recent now. Several years, four years, years. ago, four yeah. years ago uh-huh. they planted a church in Franklin, Tennessee, from CCK. And so I know you sat down and talked to them about that. Were there any things that they shared
3: that were particularly encouraging for you? Absolutely. I mean, the fact that you know they're four years into church planning was very, very helpful. They were really able to speak into you know our situation because they have been there before and just it was helpful to hear their perspective one of the main things that affected me the most i think was just talking to mary beth and just learning from her how to trust the lord as a lead pastor's wife (laughs) so Mm -hmm. um just leaning on the lord she encouraged me to trust in him with this new thing and he will give daily grace and um she encouraged me just to keep doing what i'm doing and 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 that really was very helpful and affected me great well Kay and Joy, um, let's, let's talk to you a little bit. Um,
0: I'll let Joy go first. What, um, what does it mean for you to have this church plant in Athens? We were just talking before we started recording that they had dreamed about this in another recording for something <laughs> that we don't remember or know where it can be found. But they had like said something about this eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what does it mean for you that this is actually going to happen? And what are you well, excited We about? started
2: coming here in 2009, I think 2009. So I've had for itty itty-bitty babies in the car for 45 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that was a challenge, but it always was worth it. And um, for me, I think the, this church has grown me. Um, Kay has walked mm-hmm. through and watched that in my life, and um, at first resistant of the travel, and then just seeing the fruit in my husband and myself and in our family. Um, it, the, the church has made a big impact on us and has made us a healthier family and have healthier um, more accurate view of God and to concentrate on him and his attributes and his character instead of our behaviors has been a very helpful thing for us mm-hmm. and um the second thing is, uh, I would share the gospel with people, I would see people out at the library, other moms, other people struggling and I would begin sharing with them and want to invite them to church but it's like, hey, come get in the car with me and drive 45 minutes with my four kids or follow me because we actually only have one spare seat And, um, and so it was really difficult to invite people to a gospel preaching church with me and for people to say, what's the difference? Why do you drive? What matters? It's hard to explain and so not to have, you know, that um, except for 45 minutes away was very difficult. And I think it'll be a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. to be able to say, come with me on Sunday. I'll pick Mm -hmm. you up. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. great. What about you, Kay? Um, Well, it's
1: really kind of hard to express um, what having a church in Athens, having a church plant in Athens means to us. Um, I think Mike and I both are just so excited for Athens to have a gospel-centered church. Um, A church that preaches the whole truth of God's word. Um, A church that teaches how the gospel impacts our whole lives. Our marriages, how we work, how we play. Just how the gospel impacts every moment of of every day. Um, When we began driving to Knoxville uh, to come to Cornerstone in 2003, our friends really didn't understand um, and probably still don't understand why we drive 45 minutes to go to church when there are over 200 churches in McMinn County. Um, So our coming here has created a measure of disconnect from our community in Athens. Um, But even though we've never relocated, the fact that we've been driving to Knoxville for church has really puzzled people. And I think that has been perceived by them that while we live in Athens, we're not really all in an Athens. this church plant, I think, means we're definitely all in. Um, and we're really excited about being able to reach out and invite people, like Joy said, uh, to church, the people we live around, that we do life with, um, who don't know Jesus. Uh, to be able to invite them to church right where we live is, is really exciting. Um, I have two really precious friends in Athens uh, in particular, and we've been praying for years that the Lord mm-hmm. would bring revival to Athens. Um, and when I, told, when I told them about the church plant, one, one of them said, well, the only thing that I have to say is what the Apostle Paul said to the Philippians. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, um, yeah, there are... I also think about the, the people um, who Paul refers to as he's... Uh, in his missionary journeys, talking about the people who are not yet to come, who have not yet come to the Lord. And, um, and those are the people that, that we are excited about, you know, the people that God
2: is going to draw to himself through this ministry and through the church. So Ben and I have tried to leave Athens twice now. And the first time we went to leave God gave both of us the song, I'm the God of the city. There's greater things yet to come. There's greater things to be done here. And we wondered at first why God gave us that song other than he wanted us to stay in Athens. And we stayed four more years and tried to leave again. And um, long story short, Ben was offered more work back up in Athens at Tennessee Wesleyan and at UT. And we confirmed that God wanted us back there. Um, we never really left, but, um, <laughs> but really making sure that that's where God wanted us. And he gave us this song about um, dry bones coming alive and that um, there was people there that God wanted to bring to himself and he was not done there. And he had people that he wanted to bring to himself and that for some reason we were going to be a part of that. And that's why we were not yet able to leave. So. Well, that's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's a lot of moving or trying to move, but mm-hmm. that's really neat that that you're still there and that the Lord is now doing this. So, um, well, one thing that about all this is that it's bittersweet. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all so excited, but we're also all sad. And you know, you guys have been here for so many years and Walt's been a pastor here for how many years?
3: Since 2009. Wow. So
0: So, yeah, you guys have been into our church and we love you guys. So it's, it's also sad, um, even as we're excited. So um, yeah, how long, I, I think you said how long you've attended but maybe refresh us how long you guys have all attended here and um, how have you been blessed as you've been here and um, is there anything you're going to miss particularly (laughs) yeah so this
1: is one of those times when I really wish the Lord um, would would help me to laugh hysterically (laughs) rather than being moved to tears um we love this church God brought us to this church when our family was in shambles. Um, our marriage was falling apart. Um, our children, except for, for our oldest, Joshua, who was faithfully praying for us um, with, while he was at Wofford College in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Um, we were all just a mess. And uh, we had, we moved to Athens from uh, Knoxville. And like I said before, we attended Berean Bible church. And so we had, uh, some really sweet relationships with, with people there. And they were people that we knew we could reach out to for help. And so, um, Mike, uh, reached out to Jimmy Holder and, um, just asked him if he would just start meeting with him. Um, and so they began meeting. And at that point, we were making the drive to North Knoxville to go back to Berean because we knew that was an oasis that we could, that we could get to. Um, And Jimmy, when Mike met with him the first time, he said, well, we're not, we're not there anymore. You know, we're, we've started going to another church called Cornerstone Church of Knoxville. And if y'all would like to visit with us, you know, some Sunday, we'd love, we'd love for y'all to come and maybe have lunch with us afterwards. And so, Mike came home and he said, told me, you know, that Jimmy and Pat were going to Cornerstone and he said, I think we'll I think we'll go this Sunday. And I said, Okay. And so that's when the church was at West High School still, meeting at West High School. And um and we went and we've that's where we've been here. God led us here. And so it's it is bittersweet that To, I mean, it's very sweet to reflect on what God has done in our family through the ministry of this church. He's healed our marriage. Uh, We've seen two, possibly three of our children. I can't remember when Bethany came to faith. If that was, I think it was after we started coming to Cornerstone. um, Three of our children came to has come have come to faith as a result of this ministry. all of our children, except for Josh, our oldest, uh, where God brought them their spouses here in Cornerstone, um, we have now have thirteen grandchildren, who uh, ten of which go here to Cornerstone. We get to see them every Sunday, um, and so and just that's not even to, to mention the relationships with people that we have forged here that the Lord has. Has given us friendships, um, people that have prayed with us, who have uh, encouraged us. Um, it's just been a, a incredibly restorative, healing, um, encouraging time uh, in our membership here, and so it's, um, yeah, the it's kind of a hard thing to think about. I was telling Kim the other night that that we. Mike and I have always said that we needed to hold very loosely the fact that our children we we had the privilege of going to church with our kids with three of them anyway, and um that we you know that we don't know what God's going to bring in the future and it could be that He would move one of one or more of them away. Uh, little did we know that He was going to move us <laughs> <laughs> away <laughs> and um and take us to where we could worship where we live. Uh, and so we're we're yeah we're very thankful for um, every aspect of of our time here at Cornerstone. Um, we love we love this people. Um, we love how our pastors have led us, how our pastors have taught us, um, and we've just grown in our love for the Savior and for His Word.
2: What about you, Joy? We came here and. Um, in 2009 and Ben had been on staff at a church in um, in Athens and had been in ministry for t- almost 10 years at that point and was um, compassion fatigued. He was worn out and he needed somewhere where he was able to be fed and encouraged and, um, and lifted back up out of his despair. And Mike and Ben had been in a men's group praying for for a couple of years mm-hmm. at that point, and when we left that position, they invited us to come to church with them, and week after week, Ben kept wanting to come back here, and he would just mm-hmm. weep during mm-hmm. the worship, and God was just um, healing him and changing him. and. So I I didn't really understand why I was here at first, but I knew we were here for him and God was doing big things in him. And then God began to work in me and let me know why I was here. And that was mainly to let me know life is not about me, that it's about him Mm -hmm. and that um, it's about him giving, giving him glory and not me getting the glory. And, And that really just began to change me, concentrating on who God is and less about what I do and what I don't do. And then our kids, of course, have been affected by that. I remember calling Laura Cooper in tears after I had three kids in like 39 months and said, I don't know what I'm doing and I need help and I don't know how to parent. And I've read all these books, but I still don't know what to do. And um, so many women just coming alongside me and answering questions about parenting. And um helping me sift through books that I'd read as I was trying to enforce them in my home and, um, and just kept pointing me back to Jesus and, mm-hmm. um, and not to any formula, but to him mm-hmm. and to His word. And that um, made a huge difference in our children and it still is making a difference in me. So
3: Kim? Yeah, I, I came to Knoxville in 2001 as a freshman at UT. And, you know, looking back at that time, I was not walking with the Lord. I was walking my own path. And little did I know the Lord would use um, my sister and other various people in the church to um, bring me to a conference called New Attitude in 2002. And uh, I had no idea when I would go there. I would listen to this message about the importance of the local church. And um, God would save me at the end of that message. And uh, I would be freed from my bondage of my own sin and this church was a huge part of that so Mm -hmm. I am forever grateful and indebted to the people of this church and in many many ways even including my own marriage Mm -hmm. Walt and I got married in 2007 and uh, we just had a really hard first year of marriage and Craig Cooper met with us for six weeks for marriage counseling and it was just a precious precious time and Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that because we just learn learn so much about ourselves but also about the Lord and how he loves us and our marriage and is for us and uh, and he just sharpened us and refined us through that season so all my children have been born in this church and I'm very thankful and um, this church and some all the people in this church and somewhere way or another has affected my family and um, you know I love the Lord more I know um our father more um because of the expositional preaching expository preaching and just um the older women in the church come to mind just learning um being under their wings and learning from them so yes it is bittersweet Mm -hmm. so i'm thankful for this church and all it is and um but there is excitement ahead and so we just uh are excited for what God's doing here in Cornerstone and what he has to come to.
0: Um, I think it's interesting that, Kim, you and Joy both mentioned Craig and Laura, who Mm -hmm. left to go on the Franklin Church plan. So (laughs) I just think it's a beautiful image of God, you know, saving us and giving us grace, and we pour that into others, and then we go, and then they go. So um, Mm -hmm. that's encouraging to me. Like, we, we all want to pour into our church, and we don't know what God has they may stay, they may go, but just that, um, God's grace, you know, is just poured out onto us so we can pour it out to others and to many communities. So,
1: um, yeah, and I, I was just going to add as you, y'all were identifying, uh, Craig Cooper, um, you know, Walt was a person that God put in Jake's life. Um, our son, Jake,
0: who is um, a pastor here as who,
1: here, well. who, yes, who, um, led Jake to the Lord, uh, and now, you know, I've, I just, we feel like Walt is, is family, you know, and, and just a huge uh, blessing to know that he is now coming to Athens to, to be our pastor, and Jake will remain here
3: to pastor here.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> it's encouraging. Another thing I have to add that just... So many people have been affected in this church, but I can speak personally for myself. It's just the ministry of VFC, Volunteers for Christ, just a faithful, wonderful group of college students. Um, as a freshman at UT, Elizabeth Pluniac, then more actually, Elizabeth Moore back then, she just reached out to me faithfully even when I was turning her away and, you know, at times maybe not being kind towards her, but just that ministry alone, just reaching out, being effective, being faithful to preach the gospel to students at UT Um, my life was affected by that and and then once the Lord saved me I was able to you know plug in and enjoy that ministry and the people and I just it's the Lord used that in my formative um, Christian years as a new Christian and I just am so thankful for that ministry and it's just encouraging to see that it is still going on and they're faithfully preaching the gospel and loving on others and the lost um, just like I was. That's great. Um, well, how can we be praying for you guys? Let's start with you, Kim. Just
0: how can we pray for you specifically and your family as you make this transition
3: um, over the next couple months? Right. Really? Okay. Yes, exactly. Um, one, I'm just thankful for your prayers. Thank you for um, desiring to, to pray for us. We covet them. They're meaningful to us. Um, please pray for just continued peace and trust in the Lord as we Walk by faith in this exciting journey and finding a home also that places us strategically in Athens. Um, please pray the Lord would build relationships among the team and uh, as time goes on and for us as we are in Athens and pray for open doors. The Lord, um, for the Lord to bring unbelievers around us that we would just um, be able to share the gospel with them and love people and just show and um, Be the light of Christ towards others and love on them. Great. What about you ladies? Um, As you prepare for
0: this church plant, um, how can we be praying for the folks who are there? Joy, do you want
2: to go first? Sure. I think that one one big way is that there would not be any misunderstanding or um, anyone to... I think there's just a when you're in a small town and everyone knows you so well, um, there are some amazing people in that mm-hmm. town that love the Lord, that are sharing the gospel faithfully, that are praying, that are um, that are doing beautiful work for God right now. And we want, I believe, I speak for Kay, in that so many of these people are are very close to us. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anyone to misunderstand um, that we think we've cornered the market on the gospel and that we have found a better way to, to love the Lord or that in a way we are better. This is just another hand, um, another foot, another person in, the, in uh, another part of the body of Christ just going into a community. And I'm just excited to see um the people that there's an unreached people group among every community Mm -hmm. and so that we will find those unreached and we will go after them we don't want transition growth we don't Mm -hmm. want to steal sheep We want to have conversion growth. We want to find the people who have not heard the gospel in Athens, Tennessee, and we want to be um, able to give them hope. Those hopeless people we see in Walmart, we see at the park, we see we want them to see the hope and hear what we have heard. And so um, I think that is what my prayer is, and I would just covet the prayers of every person in this church, that we would know how to do that and that we would be careful and that there would be no misunderstanding among um, the wonderful people of Athens. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I,
1: I just wholeheartedly echo everything that Joy just said. Um, there are faithful lovers of Jesus in Athens. Um, and we, we are fully aware and we love them uh, and this is—we just see this as an opportunity to come alongside them. We just want to to work hand in hand with, with them um, to spread the gospel uh, to people that that have never heard about Jesus. Um, and that's kind of hard to believe that there are people in this country where <laughs> <Bible> you know, <laughs> um, but there are there are so many people who who have never heard the gospel. So that that is what our prayer is—that um, the Lord, the Lord would just make us bold and courageous and um in pursuing people um and and with the gospel um and i just i just wanted to share too that when um when our family was was in shambles um the lord i felt gave me a a promise to hold on to um and i just wanted to it 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 came back to me uh after I think it was last Sunday after the announcement that Walt was that the church was going to happen and Walt was going to lead, um, and the promise was from Isaiah sixty-one, where and it's a it's a messianic passage where um, that Jesus even quoted in the synagogue when he uh, when he was teaching, um, and really for the purpose of of why why he was coming to bring good news to the poor. may be glorified. Mm -hmm. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. And you know, when when the Lord gave that to me, I saw that on a very small scale. I saw that as God saying, I'm going to restore your family. I'm going to heal your family. And at that moment... That's, that's what I was holding on to. Um, but, you know, I, I have seen, as the years have gone, gone by, I have seen God work in ways that I, could, I never could have imagined, in extended family relationships, in friendships, in... Um, I, 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 they're just too numerous to mention. But um, last Sunday, uh, the Lord brought me back. To this and um and I, I just I feel like we are this church plant in Athens is part of that rebuilding and that mm-hmm. restoration um and that the Lord wants to do and it's all for his glory. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that what what I remember when I originally the Lord originally um, showed this to me, what leapt off the page at me was that they would be plantings of the Lord that He may be glorified. It's not about us, mm-hmm. you know. And so my prayer, my my first and foremost prayer is that with this church plant in Athens, this is gonna this is gonna just make God look great, mm-hmm. um, and and it's gonna bring Him. Uh, we want God to be glorified in this, and we want Jesus to be high and lifted up. Mm-hmm. So just yeah, join us in prayer, yes. you know, for that. Um, that the gospel will go forth and that many will be saved and that God will be glorified
0: that's great Mm -hmm. well we will definitely join you in prayer for that Mm -hmm. both for Athens and for Knoxville that Mm -hmm. stirs my faith here too Mm -hmm. so thank you so much for sharing and we are so excited to see what the Lord does